and welcome to this week's edition of the Getting Ahead Podcast by David Mark Shaw, your weekly podcast on all things digital, technology, and what it means to you, the small business owner. We will have super smart guests and actionable insights each and every week to help you get ahead. Hi there, and welcome to another episode of the Getting Ahead podcast with me, David Shaw. Uh, this week, I've got uh, two guests. I've got Neil and Carrie from Clockwork Moggy. So, hi guys, welcome to the show. Hey, David, thanks yeah. for having us. No problem at all. So, we're going to talk a little bit today about um, websites for small businesses and the importance of it. Um, you've heard me discuss in previous episodes uh, about why it's important that you have a website and uh, making sure that it looks and feels uh, as it should and making sure that you're creating that customer journey and that experience. Um, but this is what these guys specialise in. These guys specialise in making sure that websites not only look great but navigate and operate correctly. Um, so, Neil, I just wanted to ask you first and foremost, in sort of a, a, the small business world today, um, where do you sort of feel the, the biggest challenges that small business owners are having with understanding the importance of why they need to really make sure they do uh, their website correctly in the first place? Well, I think the thing is, is that um, when you think of a website, it's almost like putting a package around your product. Now, whether that's a service or, or something that you're actually selling, it doesn't matter. The fact of the matter is, is that that's the thing that people interact with first. So it's the thing that you need to get right, not just from a um, design standpoint, but from the way that your clients are going to interact with it. What's important is, is that you need to have them happy with what you're doing. You need to sell it to them without actually talking to them. Because at the end of the day, if they look through your website and aren't happy, they won't phone you. They won't buy from you. So it's, it's, it's that simple. That's the thing that's most important. And the problem that most small businesses at the moment, I think, deal with is that they're not paying enough attention to um, how much importance that website can hold for them. And they're, not, they're, they're, they're missing out on this huge market in, uh, in many cases. So I'd say that was the, that was the main thing that they need to... Uh, to pay attention to. Absolutely, I, I couldn't agree with more. I mean, if for small business owners uh, today, I think they're, they're at a point now where they're probably on their third or fourth iteration of their company website over the, sort of the last maybe 10 mm, years, maybe yeah. even more. And I think there's that cycle of where they um, they put a website together and they then sort of wait for all the leads and the sales to all start coming yeah, in. Yeah, that's it. Um, and, and then it doesn't happen and sort of uh, blame the previous you know developers and designers. Yeah. Um, and so we'll move on to the next company who come up with another idea. And yet I find the mistake that they've been making you know, over the years, and, and even today, is that they see this nothing more than as an online brochure, as a way to yeah, promote themselves yeah. and their products, and they're not actually understanding the relationship um, that you, the website plays in today's society. That's it. I mean, you, you're totally right. A, a few years ago, that was kind of what it was. It was an online brochure. That was the point of it, you know, and, uh, and it did its job well enough. But now, the, the amount of time that people spend online um, and the amount of the way that people interact with things online has totally, totally changed. So your website needs to do the same. It needs to, as I said to you before, you know, sell you to your clients or sell your products to your clients, whichever the case may be. But the point is, is it, it, it's got to be a personal journey so that you've got that sort of uh, personality behind your website so that people can see, well, this is what this person is like. And you know, the, the, the old phrase, people buy from people. Uh, and that's true. So you need to put yourself into whatever it is that you're um, displaying to your clients so that they can see a little bit of you and choose whether or not they want to buy from you. 
I mean, that's... Uh... No, I absolutely couldn't agree more. And that's the thing. They're, they're, they're pushing their products and services first and foremost, not considering where people are in that buyer's journey. Mm. Uh, and understanding when people first come to that website, they generally, they've got questions, they're looking to learn. Um, and there's a few things that really um, make an enormous difference right from the off um, when landing on a website for the first time. Uh, and the, the it's number one, it's that expectation they get from where they originally came from, whether that be social media, email marketing, mm. or search. Um, they've got an expectation to be met. And when first landing on that, that visual, that first part, when you see, when you land on that website, and you immediately, within the first few seconds, you're looking for, am I in the right place? And you're looking for credibility and trust. And if a website mm -hmm. is poorly designed from a, a, a branding and look-feeling perspective, it can it can kill it off. Um, yeah, I mean that that goes exactly back to the, what I was saying about the packaging. You know, I mean if you thought to yourself, uh, you went to a supermarket and you sort of picked up a couple of different items off the shelf, you can get a, a can of beans with three different wrappers on it, each one of them varying different prices. So you might get the 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 supermarket's own brand and it's it's especially cheap white wrapper. Then you've got the the um, the, the Heinz beans next one up and then you've got the, the, the special super duper with the squirrely, swirly writing taste difference whatever it's called um, all three of them will have a different package to them and all three of them sell it differently the first guy is just selling it this is cheap that's what he's, that's all he's doing he's saying this is cheap so you're going to buy it if you just want something cheap the guy in the middle is saying it's a quality product I've paid attention to it I'm trying to sell it to you you know honestly and the last guy is saying this is really fantastic and it's kind of up to you as to whether or not you choose where you want to sit within that within that um, thing if you want to be um, selling things dirt cheap then sure maybe a brochure website is okay for you because you're not too worried about how people are interacting with you you're just trying to sell on bulk but I don't think that works online what you need to do is you need to hit over the middle or the top end those those the, the Heinz beans or the taste of difference beans because they're the ones that are going to be um, sold at a proper price you're not going to have to bend over backwards to try and sell a billion of them you can just go ahead and sell an average amount a normal amount and a man and a manageable amount and um, you know that that's kind of that's kind of how your website works so you've got to get it so that your website looks right for your business not so that it's just this is just a cheap product you know what I mean absolutely it's very easy to spot <clears throat> excuse me those really sort of um, poorly and cheaply put together websites you know yeah, I've, I've seen it. I've seen organisations in our county where they are selling websites at something ridiculous like £10 a month yeah. there's no upfront costs they're literally doing it at £10 a month yeah. going on and they're looking for that recurring revenue model but the sites are awful the designs are awful yeah. and you get what you pay for uh, and when, they, when you've got so much if 70% or more than that of the buying process takes place online before sales or any director gets to speak to a customer then it's imperative you you look at your you know your your spend on this and you think 70% of that entire process takes place on your website or in your content um, then why would you not make sure that you know you put 70% of your entire sales and marketing yeah. budget into the branding and into the website and to making sure that experience is an amazing one well I mean yeah just sort of covering price there um, slightly is you know if you sort of think to yourself how long is the process going to take? How long is something going to going to take to come together? And and a website, I would say, can take anywhere between a month upwards. You know, depending on the complexity. If you can get something that it's going to take somebody a month to do, and they're going to charge you 120 pounds a year for it, well, what sort of hourly rate are they on? Because my argument would be that they must be on something so abysmally low they probably don't know what they're doing. 
if they do know what they're doing they'd be charging properly for it you know this is if you want somebody that's degree qualified or, or, or degree level qualified I should say because there's often times when you don't necessarily need to have the degree but you know that sort of level of expertise comes at a price you can't just say well it's going to cost me 20 pence an hour because that's ridiculous no, no, I think it's 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 that whole expectation around you know how serious you about your business as mm. our friend Ash Lawrence would say yeah um, if this is if this is where majority of your sales are going to take place then people need to stop looking at this as branding and as websiting as a cost and they need to see this as an asset absolutely they need yeah. to see this as an, yeah. as an investment and they need to then start measuring a return on investment and there absolutely is one mm. and I think that's the problem a lot of these small business owners have they feel as though they, they, they don't understand where their customers are coming from they don't understand where their audience is and they don't understand what, how, how that takes place in that sales cycle so therefore they're not attributing the right amount of uh, resources money to it or priority yeah, levels it. to it um, which just makes it makes no sense to me I think this is where no this is it it's a, it's a difficult sell but the, the idea is, is that any marketing done well doesn't cost you a penny you, you will have to pay for it but ultimately you're going to get back more than you put in that's the, that's the point of it you know um, so yeah I mean that, that's it that's it in a nutshell you have to be willing to put that money down in the first place and know that it's going to come back there's a, de- a definite level of trust there that you need to, to be able to gain and I suppose that again comes back down to the the complexity of your own marketing as a, as a designer myself you know that's kind of how we have to do it because we have to get people to say okay I trust them that they know what they're doing then they said they're happy to spend money with us then we're happy to, to, to provide them with what they need to make that money back you know and it, and it's it, it can be that simple nine times out of ten it's a really straightforward, simple journey. Every once in a while, there's a there's a little hiccup along the way that m- makes it seem like it's not going to work, but it always comes true in the end. Always, there's always something you can do to improve your marketing, to improve your your website, your your product, your uh, face to the public. That's that's going to make a massive difference to your to your bottom line. Absolutely. And one thing, do you find so when as the sort of clients that you work with, when you initially start talking to prospects or even customers, that the um, they they find that the website initially, and this is a common mistake that we've all made, and I can understand why business owners um, and marketers would make this mistake, is they think that the website is theirs, and they think that um, and it's it's about them pushing their products and services. Mm. Well, ultimately, I believe, and I don't know what your thoughts on this are, that I actually think it's your prospects and customers' websites. It's actually about yeah. what they want from it and about meeting their expectations yeah, definitely. to engage in your services. I mean, there's, there's a sort of there's, there's a good balance there that you need to you need to get because um, you know a client will come to us and say, "This is what I want." Then they'll explain what they're they're trying to do with their website and whatever that is. It's then our job to come back to them and say, "This might be what you want, but this is what you need." And trying to catch a sort of a, a good balance between the two things, so that you get everything you need and most of what you want, you yeah. know. Uh, and if you can get all of what you want, that's brilliant. But in some cases, it's not always possible to do both. But you, like you said, you, you need to think about what your clients are going to do and how much. Because as I said, you want to get the return back. So it's irrelevant if you're looking at something thinking, "Well, I really like the look of this," and everyone else in the world says that's terrible. No, I completely agree. And I think this is where in the marketing mix. I think um, the, the the two elements that you guys cover in sort of in, in the branding and the and the website design, mm. 
I think without getting those two bits right, all the other areas of marketing can really fall down. Absolutely. You could be excellent at email marketing. You could have an outstanding social media strategy and mm. execution. And SEO and pay-per-click and all these other sort of marketing activities, all aimed at driving traffic yeah. and relevant traffic to your website. But if your website immediately, if the if the branding's all wrong and it immediately says this is cheaply put together, this yeah. is stock yeah. images, yeah. Um, and, it, and I immediately don't trust these people. That there's nothing you know, um, there's nothing unique, or I don't know that I'm going to get. I can't find what I want and fast. Um, and I, I don't get that and that trust is built in the first two three seconds of landing on a site you know poor branding yeah, will immediately switch people off if they all the traffic you can drive from those other elements if your website isn't designed to take them on a journey you've wasted thousands on social media yeah, training and, and email yeah, and, yeah. and SEO the whole lot can be a complete waste of time if your website is not designed to, to, to understand where their traffic is going to come from yeah. and then to take them on that site again is that something that, you, that people don't really think about yeah, it is unfortunately <laughs> and, uh, and as you said it's, it, it gets to the point where I suppose similar, similar to my supermarket analogy it's almost like having a front door you know um, so you sort of think to yourself you can get thousands of people to that front door but can you get them to walk through it that's the that's the thing and if the front door is shabby with with um, broken windows you know they're not going to be too fussed about going in there and spending any money if on the other hand it's you know well well looked after then sure okay now now we're talking now we're going to go through the front door and find out a little bit more about it and, and click on the rest of the pages and look through the rest of the site you know um, but I mean, you're, you're dead right. I mean, when we start projects, we always start on um, on branding first. That's that's our, that's our first and foremost thing that we try to pay attention to. Um, in some cases, you'll find that clients will come to us and they've already got a, a strong brand. They already know exactly what they're doing. Then it's our job to take that brand and 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 filter it through into the rest of their marketing, into their website, into any printed media that they might need, and making sure that that seems unified and and co collaborated. You know, because what often happens, and this, this this is another little problem that we sort of face every now and then, is that they they might have a brand that, that that looks okay, you know, maybe they've got a logo that looks alright, but it's just a logo. It's not a brand because they haven't filtered it through to anything else that they've done, um, and that's the that's the problem really. You need to keep it so that it's all together, so that it's one giant thing, um, and it builds trust with people because they look around and they'll see you in various different places. They know you immediately because you've got that um, that sort of presence just about everywhere uh, and they've got that that personal touch as well which is when which maybe comes in from your your social media from your website um, from the from the language in your marketing all of these things they are all really important to build your brand effectively um, so that's where that's where I, I think, think that's right and I, I often see you know um, people doing you know things like not concede keeping their branding consistent across all the yeah, different channels it. across social media channels across on their website and realizing that brand communicates it screams about who you are and what you do yeah. you know everything you do how would you guys um, I don't know if it's saying Carrie you might be able to do what do you how do you broach a client who's got poor branding if there's somebody comes to you and they've got mm -hmm. a really poor logo how do, how do you even start that sort of conversation so you know what, what, how would you sort of approach that I, I think the only way that you can do it is to just be honest not brutally honest, but nicely honest, <laughs> in, in a sensitive way. But it, it's always good to be honest with the people that you're working with because basically if, if they're reflected well, then that's only going to reflect well on us as well um, to provide them with that information that they need to know to take them a step forward and to take their business forward. So if they've got that good starting block 
and that image that represents their company well and effectively, then that's going to stay consistent throughout their marketing, throughout their websites, throughout everything that they do that's going to represent the face of their business. So it's important for me to, to, to educate people and to let them know if I don't think that mm. they've got something that's not going to work for them and the services and the values that they provide to their prospective clients. Absolutely. I just wonder if a lot of people, they when they think of branding, do they mm -hmm. just think logo? Yeah. I think most oh. of the time, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But again, that, that just comes with a, a, a bit of education. You, you just explain how it works and, and how they will actually benefit from thinking about the whole package and, and then they're more on board then and, and people understand how important it is to get that brand and that, of course the logo looking right. Because I, I recently done um, a talk at Digital in Kent and my, my subject matter was on um, uh, attention and basically why good content is not enough and I think from a branding perspective understanding where people's attention spans are so small now mm -hmm. where we've got so much to do we've got you know mm -hmm. emails text messages social media everything that grabs our attention this is where branding you know you've got again split seconds mm -hmm. to get people's attention and trust yeah. um, and poor branding can turn people off yes. in a heartbeat people will form ideas about your brand in a split second just by looking at the face of it and the logo even down to the colors that you use the style of your fonts everything it's so important to get that right i think the funny thing is as well is that oftentimes it's um they don't think about it directly they don't necessarily know why they think some, something about your branding they'll just they'll just get that impression in that in that in that it's, it's the same moment. as when you first meet a new person you you do judge it's it's harsh right, to say wrong, yeah, it's, right. it's harsh to say but you you do you make instant thoughts about what that person might be like what mm -hmm. their personality is like by the way that they're dressed or how their hair is or you know and and everyone does it automatically it's a, it's a natural thing it is um yeah. and and it's unfortunately the harsh truth which is um, it works the same way for your business Absolutely. exactly the same way it, it really really does and you know and a, 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 a company that's not branded or poorly branded mm -hmm. I don't think they um, that's the thing where I'd like people to really sort of take away from this is that it, you know, it screams you know, mm -hmm. it's shouting loud your brand whether it's good bad or indifferent yeah. and Definitely. you're right people form those opinions in a heartbeat they say if you walk into a house you're looking to buy it you know whether you want to buy it within the first eight seconds of walking yes. into a house regardless of it's in the rooms yeah. you get a feeling and I think it's the same with people and I think it's the mm -hmm. same with brands and companies and that's to you know in, in today's society there's so many people doing what we all do and they're worried and this thing I talked about in my talk was about your competition your competition isn't just your direct competitors to do the same thing as you your competition is your audiences friends and family and what the Kardashians are doing that was my theme on the talk and funny <laughs> sure. enough look what the Kardashians went and got done this week obviously now trying to with the whole break the internet thing I didn't even send this with the images that they're, they're putting out there and that is going to get a lot more attention than possibly your or your messages this is where you've got to make sure you've got a, a strong brand that, yeah. um, that immediately conveys yes. your values and what you do and, and you've got to let people know quickly uh, um, like I say, time is of the essence. There's not a lot of time. Yeah, I mean, you're, you're dead right. I mean, a lot, lot of people are, are people are starting to pay more attention to their brand, which is good. But there's still a lot of people out there that haven't. But the problem will be that if you sort of you could almost split them in in, in two and sort of say people that have dealt with their brand and people that haven't, and all of those that have dealt with their brand are going to make all of those that haven't 
look worse by definition because it's a simple you know you're going to be looking through the internet let's say you're browsing through the first five sites regardless of what they're about look good the, the sixth site doesn't look good it doesn't matter what he sells because immediately you just think well it's not as good as the last five things I saw on, on online and immediately you, you automatically put that person down one one Absolutely. peg you know what I mean so you're less likely to well if they don't spend the time and effort on, on their own branding and their own yeah. company then you, you don't really therefore expect spend them to you. spend time on yours <laughs> yeah, yeah. Absolutely, that's the thing. You know, is if how seriously are you taking your own mm. business? And if if you can't, if you can't get your messaging right, if you can't get your branding, your messages right, it is. It it says everything about you. It's everything about you. you know, if you can't take the time to get this right, if you're using cheap stock images that everybody uses, we had the conversation yeah, yeah. earlier. Yeah. If everyone, you know, oh, how many times have I seen that same images on the same websites? You know, if you're not taking yourself seriously, you know, and how you're gonna educate and present yourself to me then how can I take you know how are you going to treat me as a customer yeah um, and you know and this is where you've got to make sure you've got, you've got really got to stand out with such you know, little time as we said mm. so yeah, I think you know, to, to summarise on that you know it's you know people have very little time and attention and whether it's where that where the people are coming from if 70% of the buying process takes place online then you've got to make sure that you're attributing the right sort of budgets to yeah. this take it seriously this is where the majority of your business is going to take place um all of at some point, you know, we research everything. So if somebody's engaging in your product or your service or your cause, they will research you and they will try and for what can they find out about you online? What is the messaging that you're saying and what is that journey you're taking them on? Yeah. Um, and if you so if you don't get that branding right, get the communications right, get the messaging right, and then it comes down to like you were saying earlier, Neil, you know, making sure that website is. It's, it's informative, it's functional, and it takes people to where they want to find that information yeah, yeah, in an easy-to-navigate way. Um, and um, we didn't touch on, on, on the other thing. is obviously how many small businesses today are still using web websites from three or four years ago and not having a, a mobile-first mentality. Yeah, and that's, that's a new thing now, which um, I say it's a new thing. It's, it's, a, it's a standard thing now. That's the problem. It's, become, it's gotten to the point now where, where Google have even released um, a little bit of information now where they said, you know, we will rank people that have thought about mobile platforms uh, before those that haven't. So re regardless of how your website is mobile, some people um, uh, still use a sort of JavaScript method Personally, I prefer to, to, to make websites responsive. I, I find that's a better uh, solution. But regardless of what you do, it needs to look good on a, on a mobile device because Google knows, and it will rank you. If you've, got, if you've got two websites which rank exactly the same, one's mobile-ready and one isn't, the mobile-ready will rank above you. That is, that's, Google have said this. This, this is how it works now. So it's, um, it's dead important. Um, you, know, you, need to, you need to consider that. And again, you know, it, it comes down to that thing where you, we were saying earlier on, where you need to kind of think about how much time you're spending in your own business because you need to keep your business um, effective and you need to kind of see your business as your um, front as well as everybody else's. You see, you can't afford nowadays to, to sort of just let your business do what it's going to do. You can't just put a website up and walk away from it. It's got to be, you've got to, you've got to keep going back to it. You've got to keep playing with it. Tweaking it, so finding out what doesn't work. It is, yeah. So you know, it needs to be cute. I think it's um, again, like you said, and I think it's a really valid point. Um, and if you take anything away from this, then I think that was the one that Neil said: is that if people buy from people, and you've now got to try and recreate your personality into now your branding and into your digital presence. Yeah. 
it's it's first and foremost you've got to make this about people for people and you've got to inject your personality and bring that human element into your marketing into your branding mm -hmm. and into your entire website so it, 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 you're standing out as a differentiator against other people because the difference the, the difference between you and your competitors is you yes that's it yeah and it's getting that across in all of your communication and all of that, and then just and just understanding that your website is central to all of your marketing um, efforts, absolutely all of them. Email, social, pay-per-click, search engine optimization is all irrelevant and useless. If when you get to the website, the branding is poor and you switch them off, the website navigation is poor, depending yep. on, as you say, where they've got the device that they're using and so on. And I think the majority of people know, it's now, it's, I think it was about three months ago, it's now more than 51% of people first access a website on a mobile phone. Yeah, that's it. It's, um, it, it's and, it, and it's going up as well, that's the other thing. I think what's, what generally happens is, is people, because they've got a, a the internet in their pocket on, on their mobile phone or whatever um, it, it's kind of it's kind of our first way of checking something now we were out and about we see something we quickly check them up on online on our phone we have a quick look then we go home and if we like what we've seen there then we look properly and, and, and pay more attention that's what I find anyway absolutely so I think this is where we've got to, people have got to have a, a digital first or sorry a mobile first mentality yes. yeah. um, uh, instead of just assuming that everyone's accessing everything via a desktop which yeah. doesn't happen I think it's been really really useful guys and I hope everyone else has uh, found that valuable um, where can people best get hold of you guys so if they want to find out more about sort of uh, you and you guys and what you do um, where's the best place they can find you well, obviously, we'll have to mention our website, which is uh, <laughs> www.clockworkmoggy.com. Fantastic. Really appreciate it, guys. And uh, I hope everyone goes and checks out your website as soon as possible. Thank Thanks you. Thanks for having us.